Welcome to the Musician's Venture Podcast. This is a podcast focused on lessons learned from musicians' backstories, as well as from building successful careers in the music business. My name is Nick O'Brien, and I'll be interviewing artists and industry experts and offering insights based on events that Wisconsin Music Ventures has produced. On occasion, I'll be joined by Allison M., the founder of Wisconsin Music Ventures, as she and I will dive into topics relevant to the music industry. So let's get down to business. On today's podcast, I just wanted to talk quickly about uh, oversaturating your local market as, as far as being a performing musician goes. Uh, a lot of full-time musicians um, are, you know, expectedly wanting to perform almost every day of the week, uh, often five to six days a week uh, or more or multiple times a day. And in order to do that, they really... Um, end up spending a lot of time in their own local markets uh, because it's just easier to perform regularly if you are in the same market, if you're in the same county or five-county area or something like that. Um, You're in the Milwaukee area. It's generally a five-county area that we're talking about. But wherever you might be, it might be slightly different. But, uh, you know, it, it's just more manageable if you are in, if you're concentrating in one particular area of a state or region, because then you can hop from, from gig to gig more easily. Um, but one thing I, I wanted to mention is that um, as musicians are branching out from being more part-time to full-time and uh, relying on, on performing as, an, as their primary income, it's, it's really... Um, kind of to their detriment to rely completely on gigs in their local market. And uh, the reason for that is that, I mean, primarily because of the audience saturation. And while you might have an audience uh, and you might have a strong audience uh, and following in your local, um, local market, for lack of a better term, you are going to be so persistently available to them that they're going to stop really paying attention to a lot of the things that you do. Um, and it's sad to say that it's, you know, you wish that people would show up to everything you do, but they're just not going to, and they're going to start seeing that you're playing so regularly in your local area that why bother coming out to this event when they could just see you again in two days or three days or five days or next week, um, in the same area. And, and then also the venues start noticing that too. And venues that you might want to really get into, um, they're going to say, hey, I'm not going to take a chance on, on this, this act. And this is more particularly for the bigger venues. They really don't like to see that you are performing someplace close by um, because that really decreases the odds that, especially if they're in a ticketed uh, sales part, uh, scenario, then they're, the odds of them getting the ticket sales that they need are much less likely to happen because uh, of the oversaturation in your area. And often people will decline using musicians um, because of that. So this is where, um, you know, musicians tour for a reason. Um, it's not just because of the... Um, the, you know, how it makes us look as touring musicians. 
it, it, it sounds really, really glamorous, right? But it's not just for the glamour. It's for, it just makes sense because you are getting your name out. You're building audiences in other parts of the, the country, other parts of uh, your region of the country, wherever it might be, other parts of the world in some cases. Um, but also you're going to perform in places where they don't know you and they're not getting oversaturated with you. And that's a really important thing as well. And so I would just encourage in this episode, I really just want to encourage musicians who are building their uh, portfolio of gigs to really have a variety of, of both public and private events um, in their areas. And that will help to curtail some of the issues of oversaturation. I think it's a little bit different if you're doing a bunch of private events, um, whether it be house shows or weddings or whatever else. It's a little tougher to do some of that as a an original musician, but it's still possible um, if you just market yourself the right way. But it's, uh, yeah, if you have a combination of the private versus public versus uh, on tour events, then I think you're going to be in really, really good shape and you won't be oversaturating anything, any place. Um, and, uh, you know, so many venues, especially as you get further and further along, higher and higher level as a musician, which you want to get, I mean, they will put in their contracts that they do not want you to perform within, um, I don't know, 60 days, 90 days of an event within um, maybe 100 miles of their event venue um, because they don't want um, to lose out on ticket sales uh, to these other maybe free events that you might be performing. Uh, they're, they're, they might be free sponsored events, so you're still getting paid pretty well. So you don't really think about um, how that that effect plays out on these other ticketed events. But, but yeah, there, there's, there's all sorts of factors that go into um, why these venues make the choices that they do and ticket sales um, are a big part of it. And if, if they can tell that they're just not going to get the sales because you're already out and about in so many other places, they're just not going to work with you. Uh, so really I would, I would spend some time looking at and, and looking around and, and trying to really, um, put more variety into your portfolio so that you don't, so that there's, um, uh, the, the air of, um, you know, less is more for you in, in your own local market that when you do have a gig, it's like maybe once a month, um, or maybe a couple times a month and, and, and a variety of venues in your, within your local market so that it really feels special when you do play at certain places and it will feel really special to your audience as well. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I, I really um, advise musicians to to keep the variety happening and, and work on building their audiences on the road. Uh, all of these things that I just mentioned uh, for those reasons. And feel free to always reach out to the podcast or to me personally um, through our website if you uh, have any follow-up questions or um, thoughts on this. Thanks so much for listening. Thanks for listening to the Musician's Venture Podcast. Please leave ratings and reviews from wherever you're listening from. Check us out online at themusiciansventure.com for more information on what we have happening, to find past episodes, and ways to get in touch with us. Find us on social media at The Musician's Venture on Facebook and Instagram, and at Musician Venture on Twitter. 
Like and follow us on all those platforms. And hey, while you're there, engage with and share our content with your friends. The Musician's Venture Podcast is hosted by me, Nick O'Brien, with guest host appearances from Allison M. The podcast is produced by Shannon Coulard with theme music by Mike Newmeyer. Thanks again for listening. Thank you.